What's up, M12? How are we doing tonight? Awesome. So good to see you guys tonight. If you have not had a chance to meet me, my name is Nathan, and I would love to meet you as soon as you get the chance. Tonight is a special night because, as you can see, we're starting a new series called Continuum. And this is all about God's big picture story and about his interaction throughout history, past, present, and future. So we're going to be looking into the Bible, a big picture look at what God has for us. See, one thing you need to know about me is that I love stories. And in particular, I love movies. Anybody else love movies in here? Okay. Now, I want to see if you love some of the same movies that I love. So when I call these movies out, and if you love them too, I want to hear you, okay? So here comes the first one. How many of you love The Avengers? Yeah! All right. You know, some superhero fight scenes. It's awesome. I love The Avengers. It's such a good movie. All right. You guys ready for this next one? All right. Hunger Games. Who else loves the Hunger Games in here? All right. Like every girl is like, oh my gosh, Katniss is my dream. Oh my. You know, anybody else want to volunteer as tribute? No? No? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh, they got it. They got it. <laughs> all right. Now, now I want, to, I want to hear all the nerds in the room, okay? So who loves Star Wars? Yes. All right. My fellow people. I love it. What's not to love about lightsabers and space and travel? Oh my gosh. It's so cool. All right, and this next one's going to be a throwback to a classic because Finding Dory's coming out this summer. So who loves Finding Nemo? Yes. Finding Nemo has a special place in my heart. I love it. But because I love movies so much, guys, because I love movies so much, I hate it. I absolutely hate it whenever I walk into the middle of a movie. Anybody else done that before? Like you walk in and your buddies are all watching and, they're, and you start to ask all these questions like, well, who is this person and, and what, why are they doing this? And, and, and you start to ask all, this question, all these questions. Your friend's just like, dude, shut up. I don't have time for this. And, and, and it's frustrating because you don't have all the, que- like, all the answers to your questions. And, and maybe if your friends are nice, they'll start the movie over. But if your friends are like mine, they're just going to keep watching the movie. But if you've never had this experience before, I want to give you that. So I need you to pretend, I need you to pretend for a minute that you've never seen Finding Nemo before, and you walk in, and this video clip is showing, okay? So I need you to pretend that you've never seen Finding Nemo before, and I want you to think about what you would think if you walked in at this point in the story. So let's check it out. So wouldn't it be a little confusing to hop in at that part of the movie? Like, you would have no idea what's going on, and you'd have a lot of questions. You'd probably be asking... Why are they trying to speak to this whale? You'd probably be asking, what the heck are krill? You know, they're swimming away. And you'd be asking, you'd be asking, is that really how you speak whale? All right, I know that you guys are all dying to do it, so I want you to tell your neighbor, M12 is awesome in whale, okay? Go ahead and do it. All right, some people using the humpback dialect. Uh, that's definitely a little bit more orca. Definitely a little bit more orca right there. Okay, let's bring it back in, guys. I know you guys want to speak whale a little bit longer. Let's bring it on back. Let's bring it on back, guys. (laughs) See, if somebody were to walk into this room right now, they'd be like, what on earth is going on? They'd probably never want to come back because they're hot. All right, I need you guys to bring back. Look, look, look. I need all eyes on me. That's super fun. We can do that later, okay? You guys can talk to your friends later in whale if you want to, all right? So if somebody walked into the room right now, they'd be so confused. They're like, what is going on? Because they missed the very beginning of the story. And life can feel like that sometimes. 
It can, feel, it can feel like we just walked in in the middle of a story and we have all these questions and, and we need to have these things figured out before we can move on and understand what's going on. And, and there's questions that maybe you've asked and these are questions that I've asked as well. Maybe these are the questions that, that might keep you up at night because they're so confusing. Questions like, why do people get sick? Questions like, why do people get in fights or hurt each other's feelings? Why do things never seem to work out for some people? Why do things never seem to work out for me? Why do I feel insecure, down, or sad when it seems like it's so easy for other people to feel confident and happy? Why do good people die when so many bad people seem to live long and happy lives? See, if God is good, why is my family life so tough? And these are all good questions. We're going to get to answer a lot of these questions over the next month, and hopefully a lot of your questions will be answered tonight. And these are really big questions. And here's what I want you to know tonight. One reason why it feels like our story, part of a reason why it feels like we walked into the middle of a story and we have all these confusion is because we actually did walk into the middle of another story. See, it's the first blank in our notes. Our story takes place in the middle of another story. It feels like we've walked into the middle of another story and we have all these questions because we have walked into the middle of another story. God's bigger story. Our story takes place in the middle of God's bigger story. But it's hard to think back before what is here now. It's hard to think about a time before today, before our own personal lives. Like it's just like it's hard to think about the South without Chick-fil-A, am I right? I mean, what did what did people eat before? KFC? Pfft, no. Like Chick-fil-A all the way, right? Oh, oh my god. KFC lovers in the house, okay. Or or what about this one? It's gonna blow your guys' minds, alright? It's gonna blow your mind. What about this one? What about this one? Isn't it hard to think about your parents as kids? Like, it just thinks about, like, no, they've just always been my, like, boring old parents, right? No, but they were once kids. And it's crazy to think about. It's hard to think about times before they are now. Just like it's hard to think about, just like it's hard to think about friendship without rejection. Just like it's hard to think about family without conflict. And maybe you've started to think about these things, and you've started to ask these questions and maybe you've prayed out to God, maybe some angry prayers, just like how I have. Maybe you've prayed or maybe asked God these questions. God, what in the world is going on? Maybe you used to ask, God, are you there? Do you know what's going on down here? Do you care that things are the way they are? And are you okay with all of this? God, if you're good, then why is my life so messy? And see, these are all good questions, questions that I, I, I hope can an, be answered tonight. But if not, throughout the rest of the series. So I want you to stay tuned. But right now, we've talked about how we need to go back to the beginning of the story to understand what's going on in our personal lives. So we're going to go back to the very beginning of the story. So we're going to open up our Bibles to page one, okay? So we're going to have a race. First person to get there, raise their hand, okay? It's going to be super tricky. Are you already there? Wow, that's awesome. Way to go. Okay, super tricky, I know. Open up to page one. So we're going to keep reading. And this is like the opening credits of a movie. Nothing has happened before this point. Nothing has happened. So we're going to start. If you're not there yet, it's going to be on the screen, okay? 
So Genesis 1 goes on. It says, in the beginning, God created. Stop right there. In the beginning, God created. Everything that you see around you, the heavens, the earth, the mountains, your friend right next to you, this table right here, God created. And now some of you literal, literal thinkers out there, you're like, wait a minute, Nathan, you, God created that table? I saw it at Ikea like a week ago. But in a way, yes, God created the people who created this table. They gave them gifts and talents, and God made this table. This table is a product of God's creation. So yes, God has created this. And we're going to go on to skip on to verse 10. God created everything, the heavens, the earth, everything around him. It says, God saw that it was good. God created and saw that it was good. So this brings us to the bottom line for tonight. I want you to write it down. It says, there's no mistake in what God creates. There's no mistake in what God creates. God is, God is creating everything on purpose. When God created everything, he saw that it was good. But we see so many mistakes around us, right? Like this mistake up on the screen. Just go ahead and shout it out whenever you see it. What is it? It's a cracked iPhone, okay? It's a cracked iPhone. Now, do you think, do you think that Apple created this iPhone cracked? No. No. Apple didn't create this iPhone cracked. Apple created this iPhone good. And we know this about Apple. Apple wouldn't sell us a cracked iPhone. Apple wouldn't do this. But we mess this up when it turns to our personal lives. And we, we mess this up when it comes to God. Because we look at creation, we look at the earth, and we say, God, why did you create a messed up world? Why did you create a messed up world? Nobody creates something that is broken. God didn't create a messed up world. God created a good world. See, in James 1.17, it says, Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. So what does this mean for you? It means that God, who is creating at the beginning of time, is still creating now. And he's a good creator. So he is a good creator then, and he is a good creator now. God didn't create something that was messed up and broken, just how Apple didn't create something that was messed up and broken. It got messed up and broken later. So we had to go back to the beginning of the story to understand that. But why, are there so much, why is there so much bad in the world? And that's just the question that the enemy, Satan, wants you to ask. It's kind of like your little sibling. How many of you guys have a little sibling in here? Okay. Maybe you don't have some siblings in here, but maybe you have a friend that's gotten you in trouble before. Anybody else been blamed for something they didn't do? Right, a lot of us. And if it's, a, if it's a brother or sister, this is what happens. This is what happens. Your brother or sister, they break something, and then they run to mom and dad, and they're like, oh my gosh, he did it. And then, you're, and, then, and then your parents rush in on the scene, and they're like, oh my gosh, how awful is he? What did he do? He broke it? And you're just like, mom, dad, like, listen to my side of the story. Come on. What's going on? And then you get in trouble for something that you didn't do, right? And it's the worst. I hate that feeling. But let me tell you guys, we do this all the time to God. We're like those parents who rush in without even giving the other side of the story any thought. 
And your sibling, the devil does something that your little sibling does. Now, I'm not calling your little sibling the devil, okay? That's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying, guys. Maybe you guys think he's the devil, but he's not, okay? But this, the, the devil does something that your little sibling does. He likes to break things. He likes to mess with things. And then he likes to point at God and say, he did it. He likes to point at God and say, no, he broke it. He messed it up. And we're hopping on the scene, and we're believing that lie, saying, God, why did, you make the, why did you break this? Why did you make all these mistakes? Why did you do that? Why did you create a messed up world? And it makes no, it makes no sense in our families when our own sibling does it, and it makes no sense when we do this to God because there's no mistake in what God creates. There's no mistake in what God creates. In John 10, 10, go ahead, it's going to be on the screen, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy the enemy. Steal, kill, and destroy. That's what the enemy does. He makes the mistakes. He breaks things. And God says, I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. See, God gives life. God is in the business of creating life, and he's in the business of creating good things that are made on purpose without mistake. That is the God that I know, and God is still creating good things. God is not changed. So God is a good creator at the beginning of time, and God is still a good creator now. But we see so many mistakes around us, and we believe the lies that Satan has told us, that God has messed it up, and that he created it actually really bad. But let's keep going. In verse 26, Genesis 1:26, it says, Then God said, Let us make human beings in our image to be like us. They will reign over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, the livestock, all the wild animals on earth, and the small animals that scurry along the ground. See, God had an idea. He said, let's make something special. Let's make something that's going to be in our own image. Let's make something that's going to be able to have a relationship with us, that's going to have freedom, that can have a will, a mind, a choice. Let's make something that can have a relationship with us. So what he decided to make was humanity, mankind, people, me and you. And God created people, and he created them good, because there's no mistake in what God creates. He created at the beginning of the time, and he's still creating his favorite thing to create, which is me and you. Psalm 139 says this, 139.13, it says, For you, and they're talking to God, created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. See, God didn't just get things right at the beginning of time. God is still getting things right. God was intimately involved in the creation of you and me. There are no mistakes in what God creates. There's no mistakes in what God creates. And many of you feel like a mistake. You feel like the way that you talk, the way that your personality is, you, you feel like there's so many things about you that are a mistake. And you need to hear this tonight, guys. You need to hear that there's no mistakes in what God creates. God created at the beginning of time. He created everything good, and he's still creating everything good because he's a good God. It's all on purpose, and it's all according to God's plan. You are not a mistake. But let's keep going. In Genesis 1, 27 through 29, it says, So God created human beings in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them and said, Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and govern it. Rain over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, and all the small animals that scurry along the ground. Okay, let's just stop right there. God told Adam and Eve to rule over creation. 
Now, if I were ruling over creation, I could command creation to do whatever I wanted. I'd probably find all the mosquitoes and all the snakes and all the spiders, and I'd just tell them all to die because I hate them, all right? They're annoying. They're scary. I don't like them. Anybody else afraid of spiders? Yeah. I don't like them. I got to get somebody else to kill them. They're gross. I don't like them. And then what I would do is because creation was good at the beginning of time is I'd probably try and go find Simba and hang out for a little bit. You know, anybody else love Lion King in here? It's a classic, classic. And that's the only cat that you are allowed to like, okay? That's the only cat that's acceptable. I'm sorry if you actually like, no, 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 I'm sorry. Cats, cats are from the devil. That, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to live and die on that one. All right, we're going to keep going on. But that's just a side note. So guys, God does all of this. God is creating, he, and, he, and, he sees that it's, and then he sees that it's good. And then he makes us, he makes humanity, he makes people, and he makes us to have souls and minds and freedom. And, and then God looked over all he had made and saw that it was very good. In verse 131, he says, then God looked over all he had made and saw that it was very good. Did you catch that? God looked over creation and saw that it was very good. Before creation was just good, and then he made me and you. He made Adam and Eve. He made people, and then he saw that it was very good. There's something special about people that God loves. There's something special that God loves. See, God created Adam and Eve in the beginning of time, and he created them to rule over creation. He gave them power, and he gave them authority, and he gave them work. It was fun work, too. I know that sounds crazy because you're like, I hate working. But this was fun work for Adam and Eve to do. And it was paradise in the garden. It was paradise whenever God created in the beginning. There was no pain. There was no crying. There was no sickness. There was no cancer. There was no rejection. It was paradise. It was perfect. That's the God who created at the very beginning of time. That's the God I know. And he's still the same God, and he's still creating things on purpose because there's no mistakes in what God creates. And so we have to know the beginning of the story to understand what's going on in our lives. It's a story that started well, and it's a story that started off perfect, but now sometimes we just get lost in the mistakes. And it's hard to think back to a time before what is here and now, but we have to go back because God is good, and he's a He's creating a good story with good relationships. And he's still getting things on purpose. There's no mistake in what God creates. And there's still some big questions that we have. But when we get to know God's bigger story, we start to make sense of these. So we have to go back to the very beginning. And that's one of your action steps for tonight. That's one of the do's. Is I want you to discover God's bigger story. I want you to discover God's bigger story because without it, it makes no sense. It's like going into the, that movie, Finding Nemo, halfway through the movie, and, it, and it's confusing because we didn't see the beginning of the movie. And we have to go back to the beginning of our story to be able to understand what's going on in our lives. Our lives only make sense when we go back to the very beginning, page one, and understand the story. And this month, we're looking at the big picture story of God, so make sure to come back each week to figure out the rest of the story. Discover God's bigger story. Get in the Bible and figure out what is going on at the very beginning. And while life may not look like the original good that I'm talking about, you're like, man, Nathan, that sounds so awesome. God was so good at the beginning of time. You have to remember that God is still good. 
you have to remember that God is still good. So that's the next thing. Remember that God is good. Write it down in your notes. Remember that God is good because he's the same God that created things in the beginning, and he's the same God who created things now. And he's still getting everything right on purpose. See, God doesn't make mistakes. We know that as bad as things get, as, ma- as bad as things feel sometimes, God does not make mistakes. There's no mistake in what God creates, and everything is made on purpose. But we have to go back to the beginning of the story to understand the beginning. We have to go back to the beginning of the story to understand our story, because we're right in the middle of God's bigger story. So we're going to go into a response time right now. We're going to go into a time where you are going to think about the beginning It's sometimes hard to go back to the beginning, but this is a time for you to go back to the very beginning of the story. So you've got a question at the bottom of your notes, and it's this. What in your life feels like a mistake that God originally created good? What in your life feels like a mistake that God originally created good? Because there's so many things that feel like a mistake. Maybe you feel like a mistake. Maybe you feel like your personality, how you talk, what you look like, you feel like it's a mistake and you hate it. But you need to remember that God doesn't make mistakes when he creates. He created you incredibly good. Maybe you feel like your family is a mistake. Maybe you feel, and you you need to remember that God created families for harmony. Whatever it is, I want you to write it down. Or or maybe it's this. Maybe you need to remember that God is good. Maybe you see so many mistakes and you can't even think about what the original good would be. But you just need to remember that God is good. You need to hold on to that truth because God is the same God at the very beginning of time that he is now. So I want you guys to hold on to this piece of paper, whatever you guys are writing down. And you guys need to put this someplace where you won't forget it. Maybe that's your bathroom wall. Maybe that's your dresser. I don't know. Maybe it's your backpack. I'd probably lose a lot of things in my backpack. But, but maybe that's a good spot for you. I don't know. Whatever it is, I want you to hold on to this because I want you to know this. Satan has lied to you. And that thing that you're writing down right now, Satan is going to try and make it feel like a mistake again, but it's written down and you can't unthink something that is written down. So we're going to transition into a time of worship and a time to respond. So if you're not done thinking and writing this down, I'm going to call the band on stage and you guys are going to have some time to think about this and reflect about it. So go ahead, use this time. This is your time, whether you want to worship and remember that God is good or you need to write something down and remember that God does not make mistakes. So we're going we're gonna to bow our heads in prayer. So bow with me. So God, I thank you for who you are. God, I thank you that you are a good God who is a good creator and you're still making things on purpose. There's no mistake in what you create. That means me, that means all of these students, God, they were created on purpose. God, would you reveal to them your purpose, your bigger story? Would you reveal to them why they're here? God, would you reveal to them what you've done throughout history? Because you've done so much for people, God. And if it's hard for them to to look at you and remember that you're good, God, I pray that you will show them that you are kind, that you are loving, and make that so real to them tonight. God, we thank you for who you are. We thank you that you are a good God. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.